0: Welcome back to another episode of the Athletes Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, April. Each week, we bring you insightful stories, experiences, and a look into the life of elite athletes and the struggles they face every day in the hopes of giving you inspiration and knowledge to navigate during and after your time as an athlete. If you enjoy what we are putting out there, we would greatly appreciate it if you left a rating and review on the platform you are listening to, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any Future episodes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. What is up, you guys? I'm your host, April, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about training for performance versus aesthetics. But before we get started, I do want to apologize for my voice. I'm currently sick and congested in my head and nose, so I might sound a bit different. And I also wanted to say this episode is going to be a solo episode with me, myself, and I, and it will be a bit shorter than the previous ones. So, with that being said, let me ask you a question. Are you training for performance or good looks? Now, I am a strength and conditioning coach, which means I train athletes for performance. I help athletes get ready for the upcoming season. So, I train soccer players in soccer-specific movements. I train tennis players in tennis-specific movements. I train baseball players in uh, uh, baseball-specific movements, right? My goal as a strength coach is, one, return to play, two, prevent injuries, um, so making sure the athlete is durable, and third, developing my athlete's performance for their respective sport. By definition, performance training is a training strategy that assists participants in achieving their targeted performance goals and or objectives, whereas the definition of aesthetics is a set of principles concerned with the nature and appreciation of beauty, which in the world of fitness is essentially how one's body is defined and toned and how symmetrical it is. So, meaning... Is their right shoulder the same size and the same defined toned uh, as their left shoulder? Like, is it balanced, right? Now, both are completely understandable in terms of training strategies and training methodologies. However, one takes precedent over the other in terms of athletic ability. And that, my friend, is performance training. Let's say... Let's say we have person A and person B. They are both athletes at the same level, and they both aspire to play in college and eventually go pro. Now, person A trains for performance. They train for spe- they train for the specific demands of their sport, and they mimic the necessary movements that's required of their sport. Whereas person B trains at a local gym and does more bodybuilding type of workouts or heavy powerlifting type of workouts. They both work out consistently for three months before they go back to the season, and it starts back up again. And when they come back, their teammates and coaches see a significant difference between the two. Yes, both athletes look bigger, they both gain lean muscle mass, and they've gotten stronger. But person A seems like they've gotten faster and more explosive, whereas person B looks like they've gotten slower and not as quick off their first step. Who do you think is going to get the offer? Person A, right? You have two athletes where three months ago were at the same level in terms of working out and their playing skills. But after the three months, you see a significant difference between the two athletes. You have one athlete who decided to train for their sport, whereas the other athlete trained to just get bigger and stronger. One training strategy helped one athlete develop and mimic all aspects of their game and was able to translate over to their sport, whereas the other training strategy helped the athlete get bigger and stronger, but didn't allow for that to translate over to the sport. Now, I'm not saying that one is better than the other, because really, let's face it, athletes do need to gain lean muscle mass and they do need to get stronger but those are just two components of performance training. So for me and my athletes, those stages, those components of growing muscle and getting stronger is, are essentially like the beginning stages or the off-season phase for my athletes before we get into the sport-specific movements. Um, so training for performance can cause serious aesthetic results. We've seen it. But training for aesthetics will not necessarily provide an athlete performance results. So, for example, look at Cristiano Ronaldo, Nick Bosa, Bryce Harper, or even Alex Morgan. Do you think they train like bodybuilders or physique competitors? No, they train for their sport, and the aesthetics is the byproduct of training and nutrition. Let me say that again: they train for their sport. And the aesthetics is the byproduct of training and nutrition. So, if you are an athlete in middle school or high school and your goal is to develop athletically and dominate your sport, you need to train for performance. Yes, you will need to go through a growth and strength cycle phase, but that's because you are still young and you are still fairly new to the gym. Um, So, you need to start somewhere. Once you've hit a certain threshold, or you're ready to transition out of those phases, then you need to start training like an athlete in the specific demands of your sport. So go find yourself a strength and conditioning coach, not an influencer off social media. Sure, they might have played college sports. They might have played the sport that you're aspiring to play in college, but that doesn't make them certified or licensed to train you for your sport. Strength and conditioning coaches have received their bachelor's and or master's in exercise science or kinesiology. They've gotten certified and they have experienced training athletes at the college level and the professional level. They understand how the body adapts and how it reacts to certain stimuli. They know the primary energy systems that are being used in your sport and when they occur. And they know how to design a six-month-to-a-year program that is relative to your sports season they are essentially practitioners and in order to stay certified they have to complete uh, CEUs which are continuing education credits as the world of fitness and strength and conditioning is ever-changing and evolving so a fitness influencer they may or may not be certified Um, they may or may not have a personal training certificate certificate which Is a different certificate and a different way to train people. That's what a personal trainer is. They help you get fast results in losing weight, gaining muscle, getting stronger. All great. But they don't mimic sport-specific movements. Now, I'm not saying to not train with a personal trainer or a fitness influencer. I think they're both great options, especially if you are a beginner. They're a fantastic way to learn the basics and learn the gym equipment and gain more confidence in the gym but again when you are ready to transition out then I would search for a strength and conditioning coach in your local area or a performance training facility in your area that only specializes in athletes because they are able to take you to that next level They are able to help you reach your full potential as an athlete. Right? So I will ask you again, are you training for performance or good looks? Ask yourself what your specific goals are and how are you going to achieve them. If your goal is purely for aesthetics, great. Continue what you are doing, finding inspiration from fitness influencers and following your workout plan that you got from your personal trainer or your friend who's a personal trainer but I'm talking to the serious athletes out there who are motivated to develop skill-wise and athletically go find the strength and conditioning coach that is either working at the local university or college or a sports training facility and go train with them if you're ready to move on to the next level and if you're wondering well how do I find a coach you can literally just Google strength and conditioning coach in your city and go through the options. And what I would suggest is once you find someone or a place, I would kind of vet them. I would interview them, ask them questions, see if I can get a walk around of the facility and see if they are certified. Because I know for me, I wouldn't want to go to anyone who isn't certified. It's like saying, I'm going to go see this MD who never got their license, never passed the board's didn't go to school, but yet I'm still gonna go to them for my health reasons. No, I'm not gonna do that, right? So go find yourself a strength and conditioning coach if you're serious about moving on athletically. And if I am being honest with you, some strength and conditioning coaches and some sports training facilities will be and can be expensive compared to other facilities and other coaches, and they will be more expensive than the personal trainer or the fitness influencer. Why? Because of their experience and their specialty. Think of it as an investment in yourself. You are likely to be spending a couple to a few thousand throughout high school in training so you can go to college for free or nearly free on a athletic scholarship and be able to play the sport you love versus spending the same amount of time and, um, and money on a personal trainer or Joe Schmo fitness influencer that played your sport in college but doesn't know how to design a program for you and your sport which doesn't allow you to get recruited which then causes you to take out student loans and or pay majority of your schooling out of pocket. So you got you got two ends of the spectrum here, right? You got you got the one athlete who is dedicated, motivated, and ready to get recruited to go to college for free. Others you got um, athletes that just want to go through the the. I guess I don't want to say cheaper route, but personal trainer or Joe Schmo, fitness influencer that gets you great results, but that those results don't translate over to your sport and which causes you to not get recruited, which then causes you to potentially take out student loans and or pay majority of school out of pocket. So again, two, two ends of the spectrum. And like I said earlier, personal trainers and or fitness influencers are great options if you're just starting out or your training age and experience is only a couple years. They will teach you what they know. You will gain lean muscle and become stronger, no doubt. But in terms of transitioning out of those two components into sport-specific training, that's where you need to go and find an actual strength coach. Um, So I'm not not hating on personal trainers. I'm not hating on fitness influencers. Uh, I think, again, I think they're great options. And they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. They have experience as well. But in terms of sports training and sports performance training, you need to go to an actual strength coach. So, with all that being said, training is just one aspect of moving on to the next level. You have nutrition and you have recovery, which are just as important, which I will discuss in a later episode. So, thanks for listening. I hope you guys found this insightful and I will catch you guys next Wednesday.